Okay, well, then we'll wing it from there. Levels, levels. Levels, levels. Rock and roll. So uh, how many people have asked you about the officiating in the women's championship game in the last week? More than I care to admit. Should we should we talk about it here? Have you not seen my notes under idiots? Oh, oh. Wow, you brought 17 this week. That's strong. <laughs> okay, looks like we've got content. Yes, we do. <laughs> Hi, toddlers. Welcome to Talking to Todd, weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prenz, where failure is always an option. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. How are you? Hey, you know, not not doing too bad. It's, yeah, ready, to, ready to record another podcast. You know, I'm not sure that that cold open, you know, it's one of these, we, we write a cold open, it it doesn't, it's not always funny. It wasn't this week. I'm not sure it holds up, you know, a month from now, much like others that we have done. What, whatever it is, what it is. <laughs> well, I mean, we could have gone with choice with choice. Number two, I, I had some, uh, <sighs> yeah, crap. I'm off. Sorry. I was I was trying to come up with yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll just go I'll go deep into this. I choice, I had a Yes, yes, I, choice number 2. Please. Choice number 2, yeah. Yeah, you know what? The the choice number 2. I mean, I had I had this really hilarious thing about Johnny Carson. But that may not have aged well either. Is that is it too late to run any Carson stuff now? Is it? No, cuz we did that 3 weeks ago. You you are correct. You you are correct. That's some that's some wild, wild, wacky stuff. Oh my wow. We are two minutes and thirty-four seconds into recording and we have we've really put it in the ditch. Okay. <sighs> let's let's get this out of here. Much much like the basketball officials <laughs> last year. No. Uh I I'm sorry, I'm not allowed to comment on poor officiating. <laughs> Is that, is that how that goes? No, that's not how that goes. I Let's just say, actually, well, maybe we cover it later. Maybe we don't. It's under idiots. We'll see what gets chosen. The short version is, I'm pretty sure that the uh, director of officiating didn't expect the game to be called quite that tightly. <laughs> and then at other points... Not so tightly. I, I think it was the inconsistencies that that people were frustrated about. Uh, and my guess is that list of people that were frustrated would include the three officials on the floor. Nobody wants that. Absolutely nobody, including them. Right? That's... Unless, unless, unless they were really looking to be on TV a lot. Hey, boy. <laughs> It's one shining moment. It's my shining moment. You get a foul. You get a foul. You get a foul. You know what? A technical. Why? I don't even need to explain. That's the beauty of me. 
I, that was that was actually the only call that I didn't have a huge problem with. Was the technical on Caitlin Clark? If you take the ball and throw it off the floor in disgust after the official has just called a foul on your team, almost always that's a technical foul, especially after your team has already been warned for a delay of game. I didn't, Apparently what she should have done is just go over and push the official. Clearly that <clears throat> is not a technical. That is foul. not a technical. Anyway. Yes. All right. Okay. Moving on. I mean, congratulations oh. to LSU for winning and congratulations for Iowa for, for being the runner up and for the two teams playing in what seems to be the most watched women's basketball game ever from a television standpoint with nearly 10 million people watching, which actually outdrew multiple Thursday night NFL games, which now means that uh, all Thursday night games are going to have to be flexed because there's no way that Roger Goodell can, can have women's basketball outdrawing the NFL. I, I did not realize we were going to jump into tech corner quite so quickly, but, but I guess we Ooh. did. Well, are we that far in the rundown? What are we? (laughs) That is what every person listening to this is saying as well. And not in a good way. Mm, I didn't (laughs) know we were in tech corners. Didn't think we were going to do that for another seven months. Oh, well. Okay. How about uh, feedback, follow-up and updates? What do we got? Uh, Nothing from toddler number one this week, but I've, I've got a, I've got some other stuff from previous weeks a little later. Okay. Uh, From Lisa, Lisa, she she reminded she told this to me and then reminded me twice that this was her feedback because she wants to make sure I actually she knows that I need to be reminded or told three times. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Your comment about having to record uh, the podcast standing up after doing seven miles uh, almost got a spit take. That's darn funny. <laughs> Dwayne's funny. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Sherry sent some notes. In fact, conversations ensued while I was in a meeting and I came back to like a dozen or more messages. Usually you handle most of that while I'm off doing stuff. And and this Uh time it was my turn. So let's see. I guess I'll take these in order. Number one, you know, I really am kind of a bitch. I'm like, okay. She did put a question mark at the end of that. So I don't know like that. mm, I still have questions about that question, but yes. Greg's bracket that came in last was actually Sherry's. These are all, do you know, do you know, I really kind of am a bitch. Do you know Greg's bracket was really Sherry's? Do you know that Candace Parker is from Naperville and went to Naperville central? Did not know that. Is that near the drains? Yes. Okay. I mean, I mean, it's nearer the drains than either you or I right now. Good point. And she had a friend. This belongs under follow-up. She had a friend who bought tickets to the Red Hot Chili Pipers, thinking it was the other one. <laughs> <laughs> Which is awesome. Oh, I wonder how long, so how, many, cheap? how many songs in do you have to be before you realize... Oh, this is not that. This is not going to. Oh, and this is a. 
I don't know what we're going to, we're going to have to call this bike tip area something. I don't know. Taking one in the shorts, maybe. I don't know. The padding on bike shorts has more to do with getting the moisture away from your private areas than protecting your rugi, which apparently is pronounced like you think. <laughs> like you think there's Brug no part of this there's no part of this story i want to cover <laughs> you think Brug should be pronounced but she is on board with pie every 45 minutes so follow sherry for more pro tips oh sweet lord and uh, hilarity actually ensued in the text chat after that um, we have got to get Sherry on as a guest. <laughs> Although she did say it might be while she's training, but that's fine. I sure. <laughs> when isn't she training? One honestly? of us should be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of the three of us, thank God it's Sherry. Uh, Let's be honest. Sherry's doing ninety-eight percent of the training for us. <laughs> <laughs> that's absolutely accurate. Uh, I didn't have. Do you have anything else under feedback? No. And I don't think we had any corrections. Uh, no. Um, actually. This week. How about follow-up? Yeah, it looks like you threw some follow-up in there. Huh, really, really quick. Last week we talked about Smash Cannon. Yes. Uh, and I believe on multiple occasions you have said, well, I'm not a Smash head like you are. Yes. Um... Actually, the official term is smashers, and I would appreciate it if you would use it. Smashy, smasher, trekky, trekker, whatever. Yes. Don't want to get the smash heads all upset. <laughs> I guess I, I, I guess I actually did have an um, actually. Yeah, I was going to say, you just said we didn't have one. Then we move in and then we you move. play the thing. And I'm like, well, what? I don't. So now there's an actually because you earlier said we didn't have any. So. Actually, I guess we did. <laughs> I got my car item. Item number two. I went to the Honda dealer to have the oil changed in my car, and they have a shuttle service. On the desk, it says return shuttle rides must be scheduled by... I think that says 2 p.m. Mm -hmm. There's yeah, a big. Took, is that a. I, yeah. I, well, there's kind of a glare over the yeah. two. Okay. Because I took that picture while I was walking fairly quickly and trying not to be. Uh, Obvious I, that you're taking a picture of their sign. Yes, exactly. Yes. But I'm like, I mean, just look at the quality and uh, intent that went into the manufacture of this sign. This has clearly been a problem. I mean, that is that is a solid, that looks like a solid piece of sort of translucent plastic that has been heat molded and formed into an A-frame. It has multiple colors of printing on it. Uh, it has a logo. And it's entirely possible they use four different fonts. And it's very large. It's... Is, I mean, that's bigger than the monitor that's next to it. <laughs> yes. There, there should be no confusion 
if you miss the two o'clock cutoff. And I also have to guess that there was a series of meetings about the sign. The only thing I think that would make that sign better would be to have a very large clock sitting next to it. (laughs) So there can be no, no questions. (laughs) What, What did you bring? A couple of weeks ago, we talked about the the arena in Miami, which was FTX Arena, mm, mm-hmm. and then and then after FTX imploded, they they lost their their sponsorship of that. Good news, everybody! the The taxpayers of Miami Dade County are now back off the hook because they've while they had a nine they had a nineteen year deal with FTX that <laughs> yes. started in June of twenty twenty one and lasted less than 18 months. Um, they've now signed a 17 year deal with a Miami based software company called Kaseya. So for now on it, from now on, it will be the Kaseya center. And, and I was like, my thought would be, I mean, it's great that you found a new sponsor. I don't know if anybody in the sponsorship department has seen what is happening to the tech sector in the last six months signing a 17 year deal with a software company right now seems to be a pretty bold move. And I may not, what I'm saying is maybe you should print Kaseya center. Maybe, maybe don't, don't get the letters like permanently on, like maybe get one of those banners that you just hang on the side for, I don't know, just a little while until we see what happens to the tech industry. (laughs) Spend your money on LED signage that you can just change as much yeah. more. E- yes. Yeah. 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 Don't, yeah, don't, don't be printing a lot of business cards with that on it is what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, I used to have one of their, wa- did I used to have one of their watches? Oh, not Casio. I, no, 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 no. Yeah. The different, different, different. Okay. K-A, well, uh, it is K A. K A S E Y A. I I have no idea. Apparently, they have forty eight thousand customers in more than twenty five countries and approximately forty five hundred employ forty four hundred wait forty three hundred forty two hundred employees forty one. No, never mind. That, that yes, because we and we and we definitely need to take your word on pronunciation. Are they headquartered in Brugge? You know, Lisa said you didn't tell that story, did you? And I said, sure, it was funny. And she goes, I wouldn't have told that story. And now I see her point. (laughs) Do you know how much crap I've taken for Chuck LeClerc? (laughs) A bunch. And and Ajax and Juventus. And six. Don't forget six. Don't forget your six. Ta- your I've take taken, on six. I'm taking a lot taking, of that. I'm still yeah. taking crap for six. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Yes. There's plenty of crap to go around on this podcast. Lastly, was it last week or was it two weeks ago that we talked about how really small countries? We talked about really small countries. We talked about when we started figuring out the talking to Todd Brackett this year we settled on distance, but I suggested the really the, the population effect of really small countries who have soccer teams and who should win based on population. 
Yes. Uh, are you familiar with Sealand? Didn't that get canceled after that movie with the orcas? <laughs> are you thinking of the Kevin Costner movie? That's Waterland. No, that's Waterworld. <laughs> I wonder if the pitch meeting for Yellowstone was. It's like Waterworld. Except. But in Montana. We've got to sign me up to that. Will it sell bourbon? Sure. Why not? I don't know. So the the short, short version, if I can do this, Sealand was in World War II an outpost that was abandoned and then taken over by a family who declared their independence from the UK. Yes. And according to family lore, and I use the term loosely, was defended by the family from an invasion by the UK. Apparently. Apparently. And so they have been boldly independent since the late 50s. But more recently, they have started fielding a soccer team. Now, here's the thing. This is what mostly uh, oil rigs are bigger than this. Yeah, I think like half an oil rig. Yeah. There's not enough room on sea land. There's not enough land. There's not enough square footage to have a full soccer pitch. Oh, that means there's probably room for a SoFi stadium. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you did read the article. <laughs> so they, they, they don't play any home games. They've got a variety of teams, some that are, I guess, country, like they try to play in the World Cup, except they don't, and they can't have their flag flown at the World Cup. Those flags are banned. Yes. uh, Because of the conflict, ongoing conflict, I guess, between Sealand and the UK. Who knew? Wait, we're at war? And then there's also the semi-pro version where they create a team out of celebrities, I guess, and people that win bids online to be part of the team, assuming they can, I guess, pass a physical. But that version has actually won three games in a row now. (laughs) But the ongoing fight over Sealand and whether or not they are a place, well, they are a place, whether they're a country and whether or not they have a soccer team, I don't, based on, based on Tony's theory of who should win, their population most days is two. Thanks, Eli. And yet they're winning. So I don't know that I would put a lot of stake in Tony's theory in that instance. Story hit my feed. I'll share it on the Talking to Todd Facebook page. It's a really interesting read, I tell you. It took you that long to say the population theory isn't a way to pick sports winners? (laughs) Yeah, probably uh, taking a page out of your book. I could have been a a, a little more concise (laughs) with that.
Yeah. Yeah. I will say just if you're going to read the story, because Dwayne sent it to me and I started reading it. If you're going to read it, make sure that you do it on a burner computer, uh, go off the internet, uh, whatever, because I am, but you start reading this and you are, once that hits your IP address, everything you get is just going to start going downhill to conspiracy theories and Loch Ness monster. And it's yeah. So good, good luck with that. Your, your YouTube will suffer. <laughs> Talking to Todd, Todd con to hot damn little updates yeah. there. None at this point. No. Yeah. Me either. Uh, in fact, this is where Amy's feedback came in. If you guys are going to spend the next three months talking about how many miles you've logged or not logged and your training and every mile you ride, I'm, I'm, I'm not listening for the next three months. She's going to boycott talking to Todd. If all we do is talk about training. (laughs) Noted. Yeah, yep. Yep. I, I, I logged no miles in the last week. But but I did I did walk nine holes of golf and as we've established, not preparatory for what we're gonna do. No, but it's that's preparing for the post ride. Yeah. Which which is just as important. Yes. Yeah. We did have we did have an agenda addition to talking to Todd Con too, because ride day one, ride day two, golf day three. Eek. And on and, and on a high. Yes, that's right. If by high, when it comes to me, you mean the, the top of the two story house next next to next to the T box <laughs> on four, yeah. where 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 well, we're, are you done, Todd? We're only on four. I'm going to end on a high. And that <laughs> chimney up there is definitely a high. We had, we've got, I've got an item here under tech corner. Okay. Which, you know how you, in the pre-show, you said, uh, I give these things cute titles. Yes. And, and then, then I, I can't forget, re- forget what they actually mean. Yes. Well, what I wrote here was what's new pussycat. Yes. And I went, uh, what did I? Oh yeah, that's right. Is, is that, is that a phone that has been made in the last 10 years? Hey, <laughs> did you update your phone? I did update my phone. My old phone was two and a half years old. Oh, okay. So the new, uh, Amy and I got new phones this week and I am appreciating the real estate on a regular size screen and not a mini. <laughs> is that a, is that an iPhone 14? It is. It's just a straight 14. I don't need anything more than that. Excellent. But Look it's an it's I it the upgrade was due mostly because the battery in a 12 mini wasn't that big to begin with. Sucks. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah, and after after two and a half years of pretty solid use, it was reaching the end of its life cycle. I could make it to lunch <laughs> if if I wasn't doing anything. 
So thank you to the Apple Store for hooking us up. It was dinner and a show at the Apple Store. <laughs> Amy and I went in and got Watch, phones. Watching them transfer your data. <laughs> they, I, I don't know if they intend... You know, if they're intentional in hiring people with good personalities to help entertain you and have conversations while you kill 30 minutes waiting for your data to move around and set up phones and all of this kind of stuff. But good on Apple if that's their plan, because uh, we had we had a good time at the Apple store <laughs> transferring data. I can't believe I'm saying that. Anywho, Tech Corner, new phone. So if you got any tips, any new tips for... For new phone users who are uh, old don't phone drop users. it. A related story that <laughs> my dad dropped his Samsung A50 this week and shattered the glass on the front. And mom texts me, What are we, uh, options? I'm like, Well, hang on. Is there a chance? that he put a screen protector on the front and it's just the protector that shattered and not the actual screen? Yeah. Okay. Replacing the screen on an A50 because it's an older model and not something that typically people keep in stock now uh, is going to be between $150 and $200. A54s come out tomorrow. My guess is dad's getting a new phone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, don't drop it. Good note. Thanks, Todd. <laughs> what I'm here for, the, those, those, those tech nuggets of wisdom. Yep. Change your password. Write it down. Don't drop your phone. Check. <laughs> Best in the business. So it keeps bringing them back. Uh, did you bring... Oh, you probably did, didn't you? I did. Deep sigh. That's right. That sound means it's time for America's favorite game. Dwayne, guess a number. Okay, hit me. All right. The This is sports adjacent, but more about taxpayer adjacent than sports adjacent. <laughs> okay. Dwayne, the, the football stadium in, uh, in Minneapolis, uh, U.S. Bank Stadium. Yes is not that old. It was opened. This is, this is not the, this is, this is not the number, but just to see, because you know, we've, we've lost, we've lost years of the pandemic or whatever. How old do you think that stadium is? Again, this isn't it. This is, this is a warm up toss just to see where we're at. Uh, seven years, 2015. Ooh. Yeah. It was opened in 20 in July of 2016. So it's, okay. it's just, it's going to, it's six years old now. Headed for seven years. This will be their seventh. Okay. Okay. So pretty close. Okay. Yeah. Pretty close. There you go. See, you're getting warmed up. Softball. Okay. Good. Yeah. Uh The cost to build it seven years ago, almost seven years ago, was $1.06 billion. Okay. Eek. Yes. A report came out last week talking about how much capital improvements needed to be done to this stadium that is currently not even seven years old. 
it listed how many how much money needed to be done for maintenance and upkeep and upgrades to keep the stadium whatever. Uh-huh. So, Dwayne, I have two numbers for you. First number. This stadium, as we said, again, it's just turning 7 years old in the next 12 months. How much money needs to be spent on capital improvements and upkeep on on that stadium? I don't know, $49 million. Kevin, did you tell Dwayne, <laughs> Kevin, did you leak this? Swear to God, if you told him. $48 million in the next 12 months. <laughs> Fantastic. How about that? I don't even want to ask the next one then. Okay, so what's the next one? Over the next 10 years, how much money needs to be spent on a six to seven year old stadium? $250 million. $280 million. Pretty close. I'll give you that one. Yeah. Now, full, full disclosure. You read this article. I read this article. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> I figured. <laughs> Did you read how much money they currently have in not the capital improvement fund? Not near that much. They might, they've got half of the money that they need to spend to. Is that right? No, they have a they have twelve million dollars, and they, they have need six, they have six they have sixteen million dollars yeah. in the savings account, and they need forty eight million. Yeah. yeah, they've got a third of what they need right now yeah. for yeah. this year, and they need yeah, no, they don't so, know. So clearly, okay. So uh, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to start have to get better numbers. That said, I think what they clearly learned is they should have bought the extended warranty on the stadium. Oh, because no because obviously it was built by Ford, and after a couple of years, you have no idea of how much how much uh, maintenance is going to be needed on that stadium. So they should have bought the extended warranty. I wonder if they're getting letters from the dealer. The warranty on your stadium is set to expire. <laughs> they they probably got it, didn't write back, and they noted in the official file that they were no they were not interested in the extended warranty. <laughs> oh, we should have taken that warranty. Yeah. I think that story might have been in The Athletic, and I read it because I am intensely interested in the cost of building new stadiums and maintaining them as a potential personal seat license holder who could be assessed for the for the maintenance cost of said stadium. Oh yeah, yeah, you're, you're you're good though. You're good. You you are the best kind. You're in the best position though. You will have a personal seat license. That money will go directly to the pocket of the owners. It is the taxpayers of Cook County that are going to have to pay the full freight for the stadium and the upkeep. Most of whom will never get to set foot inside said stadium. Yeah, oh, that's cute that you think you think that the people that are using the stadium are going to pay for it. No, that's odd. Uh, you, you say in the best position that's generally bent over in front of the people giving it to you. It's, it's, it's what the NFL does. <laughs> yeah, it kind of is. Yeah, it kind of is. Okay, so 
two winning numbers this week on Dwayne Guess a Number. Dwayne, guess. Guess would be in huge quotations there. All right. Now we're going to have to go to the parts of the internet that Dwayne doesn't read. Hey, Dwayne. <laughs> guess guess the speed of the processor in megahertz that is going into the new Apple headset. Come on, buddy. Let's go. Come on. Six? The, I, the I don't sp- even know. What, what. The speed of an African swallow? <laughs> Oh, uh, how about idiots? Yeah. The, uh, well, we always read the title, the Scott Frost Memorial Idiot of the Week. Yes. Yes. I brought, again, the the written title, There's No Fighting in the War Room. Uh Uh-huh. This story is out of Australia. The... Terrigal Surf Life Savings Club. It's a surf club. A person who was out swimming came into the into the changing rooms, took a shower, changed into her clothes, and then later got a letter stating that she had violated she had violated the uh, nudity nudity policy of the club. And she thought by changing in the changing room. Yes. Okay. So it is, she was told that it was her responsibility to follow the rules. Should you continue to ignore the rules, you'll be subject to disciplinary action and, or including the termination of your membership. The rules of the club have been changed that you are not allowed to be naked in the club at any point. So when you take a shower, you must leave your bathing suit on. When you change in or out of your bathing suit, you must wrap a towel around you. You must then remove the bathing suit and then pull your clothes on under the towel. And then once clothed, remove the towel because the changing rooms are not a place that you should, the shower and the changing room are a strictly no nudity place <laughs> in the club. So there you go. This this is this this is for the protection. Dwayne, do you, do you know why they're doing this? Is it for the children? It's for the children. Yes, it's for the children. Of course it is. It it is part of their child safe policy and to protect a child or young persons. So anyway, there you go. Changing rooms. No longer for changing. Shower. Keep it clothed. Way to go, Australia. Oh, my God. (laughs) Things are going just fine in Australia. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Sometimes, you know, sometimes these stories are really funny. I mean, like, <laughs> ha ha. Oh, isn't that stupid? Look what this, this is just, oh my God, this is depressing. <laughs> Speaking of depressing. Yeah. That's what, that's what I'm trying to do is bring depressing material. Jeez. Yeah. All right. Speaking of depressing, I brought three. Okay. Story number one, 3M. Yes. All right. Story number two, those guys suck. Okay. And story number three, listener submissions. Now you should know 
if you choose number three, I got three more listen. I got three listener submissions. So if you choose number three, there's going to be three more that you're going to choose one from. Why does none of us have a soundboard with Lisa saying dirty, dirty cheater? Like I'm just, <laughs> what? <laughs> if you record it, I will put it on the soundboard. <clears throat> I'm going to try to do this in a way that won't get us in trouble. Okay. You're going to go with number one. <laughs> well, I could do that. Here's, here's what I'm going to do. I, I'm going to, okay. All right. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to go, we're going to go, uh, we're going to go pick a basketball style. So okay. you're going to pick even or odd, right? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to put oh, a number so behind my back. Me. Yes. Okay. I'm going to put a number behind my back. Hold on. I'm going to put a number behind my back. You're going to pick even or odd. If you are right, I'll pick one of yours. If you okay. are wrong, I'll pick a listener submission. So okay. we're not technically picking out a six or five or whatever. Okay. So if you're right, it's yours. If it's wrong, it's the listeners. Give me even or odd. Okay. Well, we're pretty odd. Let's go odd. That's odd. It's odd. Okay. You're right. It's one of yours. I'll take number one, 3M. Oh, sweet Lord. Okay. So in the mail this week, we don't normally do these. In the mail this week, we got a letter from the desk of Representative Marionette Miller Meeks, who is now our first district representative in Washington. Do you know what the first district uh, in Iowa looks like? Well, apparently, I'm assuming you're going. <laughs> Is that half an Eli? It, it is. It's half an Eli. Actually, uh, it's like that if you if I look at it. I, I really need to turn it this way because this is where Norwalk is out yes. on this point, And yes. the rest of it is all the rest of Iowa with the Mississippi River over here. But it extends all the way over, all the way out to Norwalk to include Amy and I over here. Hmm. So you, because, because your needs are those, I mean, because you basically have the same needs of those who live in Ottumwa. And the Quad Cities. Clearly, yes. Yeah. Uh, it's important that our um, uh, our districts be contiguous and compact. Yes. And not to divide up Des Moines, where the bulk of the Democrats are into a single district that would be easily won by Democrats. Right. So anyway. It starts from the desk of Representative Marionette Miller-Meeks, who I refer to as 3M. Marionette mm, Miller-Meeks. Okay. Okay. Hello, Amy. For at first, at first, I, I, I misheard. I thought she was a puppet because I thought you said marionette. Mar oh, marionette yeah. peaks. Anyway, not okay, wrong. All right. Uh, hello, Amy. Addressed just to my wife. Mm. Not to me. Okay. Fine. See yeah, what she I get. She knows who makes the decisions in the house. <laughs> yeah, she also knows who didn't vote for her. Well, neither of us voted for her, but she clearly values my vote even less. My name is Marionette Miller-Meeks, and I am proud to serve as your member of Congress in Iowa's 1st Congressional District. In addition to serving as your voice in Congress, I'm pretty sure she doesn't represent my voice, but okay. There are various other services my office can provide. Like, <laughs> oh, Enclosed, you will find a postcard 
with information about these services and ways that I can help. Can you mow my lawn? (laughs) Nope, not on the checklist. Okay. I encourage you to review this information and return the attachment to my office so that I can ignore your... No, no, sorry. That's not what this says. So that you can stay informed about my efforts in Washington, D.C. to screw you over... Oh, no, that's not what that says either. Okay. Well, you're struggling reading today. (laughs) I really am. I mean, there's been worse episodes where you struggled even worse, but you know, whatever. I'm really excited for this new Congress and the opportunity to pass legislation to really help Iowans. Do you know how much legislation they've passed so far? Not not much. Not even an Eli. Thanks, Eli. Together, House Republicans will work to unleash American energy, protect our borders, lower the cost of prescription drugs, which they just actually voted to raise, Mm. and rebuild the American economy. And we will hold bad actors accountable. Except the ones this week that they're protesting against us holding accountable. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Thank you again. It is a privilege to represent you in Congress. Sincerely, 3M, IAO1. I am glad my taxpayer dollars were used to send me this letter. No, wait, excuse me. Send my wife this letter. Clearly, I'm the idiot. Because at the bottom, it says paid for by official funds authorized by the House of Representatives. Yeah, the good news is your tax dollars paid for that to be printed, paid for that to be mailed. On the other hand, good news, the post office got it to you. So that's a win. I, I, I guess. Now, you can't always assume that they're not, that they're going to get it to you. So the fact that, that Amy actually got her mail, you know, good on them. Sweet Lord. We don't do politics on this podcast. That's why. Oh, sweet Lord. By the way, just, yeah, please. It, it could be worse. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if this is my email got on a list because somebody sold it or somebody keeps registering my email as theirs. You're welcome. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Well, the weird part is that I am inundated with uh, with uh, my my representative, my senator, my house representative, and my uh, state senator, and from uh, districts in a certain part of Michigan, and I also get, I also apparently am a Western Michigan University alum because I get updates from Western Michigan on a regular basis. Some of which ask for money, and some of which are just letting me know how they're proud to be. whatever they are. I don't minors. I don't anyway. And no matter how many times I hit unsubscribe, the Michigan thing keeps coming back. So as much as you hate that, at least it was your representative saying how hard they were working for you. I've got somebody in Michigan who's apparently working real hard for me. And I don't think that's right or possibly even legal. Uh, you know, normally what I get is requests for the rock to send them money. So, Mm. 
At least this came to the right address and not the other guy. <laughs> Sweet Lord. Oh, uh, you watch anything good on that note? <laughs> pretty, uh, pretty light week this week. We, we have, we forgot that we'd finished. We had not watched the last two episodes of Clarkson's farm. So we, we got that done. Uh huh. Yeah, boy. There's there's an argument to be made for slightly less government regulation <laughs> this time around in that one, <clears throat> and then and then planning for a a trip later this this year. We've actually been uh, uh, we've now moved. We're still watching British train videos, but we're now also researching by watching um, <laughs> English again. <laughs> yeah. We are re- we are researching European train videos uh, oh. and, and looking at different train options in Europe. So, uh, yeah, we're getting we're getting all the train videos. How about you? What are you watching? I watched a new series. I don't know if I did. I say this last week. Uh, started watching a new series called The Night Agent. I've heard of that. It's on Netflix. It's um, something nefarious is going on in the White House with spies. Ooh. If you if you like those kinds of shows, this is actually pretty well done. Ten episodes, uh, pretty easy watch. You don't have to think all that hard. But if if you like those kinds of espionage, White House thriller, um, twist kinds of things, this might be for you. I liked it. I'm sure Amy's going to watch it eventually. Pretty good. We we we've we talked about history of the world part two is out. Still haven't watched it, but history of the world part one hit Hulu in the last week. So I <laughs> I watched history of the world part part one. Part two wouldn't make any sense until you watch part one. I, I mean, again for the first time in I don't know how many years, it's good to be the king. <laughs> watched uh, and the reason I was late to the studio tonight to record was uh, because we had to get caught up on Ted Lasso and we had to watch the first two episodes of Schmigadoon, which got, which dropped today. (laughs) If you've watched the previews for Schmigadoon, I think you said on this podcast, they go to Schmacago. Yes. And it's, uh, it's darker. It's seventies musicals. I think Lisa is going to like this <laughs> because right out of the box is Pippin. Yes. I, we figured that as we we're watching some of the previews, we're like, well, that's Pippin. Yeah. Like you can start picking them. Yep. Like, that's Pippin. Hey, there we yep. go. So, yeah. Yep. Not, not, no spoilers, but Pippin, I, I was logging as we were going through Pippin, Chicago, a chorus line cabaret, Hair, yes, 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 and yes. Yep. None of them better than six. Maybe I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Did you learn anything good? So, just if if you happen to fly Delta, if you if you this could have been a travel story, but sa- Saturday, if if you have a, in a if you have a a ticket for Delta, that's any point out in the future Saturdays generally are when they update their schedules. And so sometimes you'll just find out, Oh, your flight is rescheduled or whatever this Saturday. 
not really just occasionally, like on Saturdays, like we just kind of occasionally look to see, Hey, does anything get changed? And mm-hmm. yeah. And at one point, uh, this Saturday, our flight, our flight to Des Moines was just canceled, just gone. Like Ew. we, it was there, but our seats were gone. Status was gone. There was no any. And if you clicked on it and it said, there's been a change to your flight, click here to find it. And you clicked on it and it went, well, we can't find your reservation. Hmm. Come back later. Delta was that the, the updates. I'm like, oh, well that usually takes a little bit of time. Anyway, Delta struggled this weekend and apparently they canceled a lot of flights and then somebody went oh crap and i think on sunday somebody was just doing command z command z command z command z because <laughs> by sunday night we were back going to des moines but for about 36 hours uh delta was like i don't i don't know des moines and i don't know how i i'm gonna get you part way i will get you to your connecting point which is nowhere near where you want to be enjoy atlanta and um <laughs> ooh. I mean, if you're flying through Minneapolis, not so bad. We can make that happen. It, hey, hey, Dwayne, I'm at the airport. Can you can you swing past, pick me up? Sure. Did you get to Minneapolis? No. You're not in Detroit, are you? Oh, no, 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 no. Atlanta. So. <laughs> could be worse. Could be LaGuardia. <laughs> True. So. Anyway, for 36 hours, uh, ToddCon 2, uh, hot damn, was was in danger uh, due to Delta. But they've they've they fixed it, so uh, so we're back on. Uh, but yes, there there was that's that's what I learned was we like to think that we control all of this, but you know, takes one update on a computer, whether it's whether it's supposed to be or not supposed to be updated. And, uh, and our plans could go, could go sideways. How about you? What'd you learn this week? Amy was up in Johnston today for a meeting. And as she was leaving the meeting and driving back to Norwalk, she came back down, down Beaver and passed this little red house. And as she's talking to me on the phone, she says, uh, that little organization that you and Todd used to do IT stuff for that yeah. was there on Beaver in that little house. What was that thing called? I'm like, um, and I, I did manage to come up with Todd. Can you come up with what the name of the organization was? It it was a Catholic was in the name of it. <laughs> <laughs> it was, <laughs> you get 20, you get 20% credit. It was the National Catholic Rural Life Conference. So sure. you get you know one of five. That's not bad. To be com- to be completely honest, I am a hundred percent positive I didn't know that was their name when we were working there. So <laughs> I mean it was on the checks and they didn't bounce, which was all I cared about. And Amy said, Yeah, the little thing that you and Todd used to consult for. I'm like, oh yeah. National Catholic Rural Life Conference. Yeah. I wonder what they're... I know they're not in that building anymore. I wonder whatever happened to them. So, let my fingers do the walking to Google. A, they're now in Minnesota. Okay. B, they changed their name from NCRLC, National Catholic Rural Life Conference, to just 
Catholic rural life. And they did this back in 2013. So the thing that I learned this week is that I haven't paid attention to anything that they have done for at least 10 years. And maybe longer than that. But as far as I can tell, no one that we worked with 20 years ago? More. More? <laughs> yeah, more. More? Because, Oh, yeah. Because... I've, I've been out here more than 20. <laughs> okay. 25 years. Well, Amy and I've been yeah. married more than 25 years. So yes. So, at, so uh, approximately 25 years ago, Prince Johnson consulting did some work for these folks. No one that we worked with is still affiliated with the organization in any way, shape or form, which what if also, they're still run that. I wonder if they're still running that SE 30 in the closet. I don't know. It worked. For, it, it was a great server at the point. At that point, it was more than they needed. <laughs> Anywho, dive back into the past. There, I thought that what that was what I learned this week, and I thought you might find it interesting as well. <laughs> and I'm sure that we are the only two. <laughs> one, maybe one. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Eli. <laughs> the music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. You can subscribe to our award-winning podcast with visiting scholar Todd Prince. Wherever you get your pods, just search Talkin' in the number two. I actually had to describe to somebody this week. Had to. Had to, right? Describe to somebody this week how to get to our podcast because they wanted to listen. Well, well, this fixed that. But King, God, I hope they don't listen this week. But if they do, they can tweet us on Facebook. I think that's how that works. They could check out our award-winning merch on Zazzle. They could stop by and see us at the Tuba City Home Office. Please don't do that. They could also check out our Naperville drains. Nobody's done that for at least a month. Uh, we want to thank our listeners, thank our sponsors, Toddler3187, the Taylor Center for Technology Policy, and dj to go Cedar Valley. And if you want to send us feedback, you can send it to feedback at talkingtotodd.com. Todd? So I was really hoping when you, when you, that whole letter that you got from your rep, I, I was the entire time I was just, I was waiting, I was waiting for the tie into the show and, and you never got there. Cause what I was really hoping that at the end of it, you would say is, and at the end of it, it said, PS included are two keychains to remind you who your rep is and they were missing. <laughs> and, and you were thinking that, that's a problem I can help her with. <laughs> so I know what happens to that. Yes. Yeah. You got to get yourself a padded envelope. Exactly. Yes. Right. Second attempt on it. <laughs> even if it's the first. Oh, follow us for more pro tips. <laughs> we'll have more. We'll be back next week. We're here. We're talking to Todd. <laughs> Thank you.
So look at that. That's right at one hour. You get rid of you get rid of some of the stumbles and stuff. That'll take us down to like 55, 54. And if you just leave in the good content, we're down to 12 minutes. Good week. <laughs> Stellar. <laughs>